0: to the positive, limb, the negative and on to the affirmative. Welcome, everyone. I am Joe Ridachi and this is the you fifth episode of my podcast on. series called to How to Fake It room, When. In each episode, we focus on important moments of our lives that we suck at and explore how you can better fake it Until you make it. So, join us for a thought provoking session of some fact, some fiction, and a little bit of fun that helps explore the reality and wretchedness of human interaction. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by the soda distribution corporation, NOCT. NOCT makes the finest colas and diet line products called up. So, for all your celebrations and parties in your relationship, make sure you and the little woman in your life don't forget about getting knocked up. Hmm. Okay. As you know, my co-pilot is my AI, who's not exactly the top of the data chain. He's my inner voice who keeps me honest here. And in really keeping with the spirit of this week's topic on food, is more like the bottom of that food chain. Hey, choke on it. Choke on it? At least it was topic appropriate. Good job. So this week, I have a special guest host. Let me introduce my neighbor and cornhole teammate, Connor. Welcome aboard, Connor. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Thank you kindly, buddy. Well, I'm a native of Georgia, born in Macon, now living
0: here in... Whoa, whoa. We don't give away any personal details like that. Oh, my bad. Yep, not a problem. Why are southerners always so quick to tell everyone about themselves? Have you ever heard, less is more? Well, I have nothing to hide. Uh, I could see in your bathroom window without much effort. Please hide more. So, food, and how to fake discussing it. Um, I don't mean to interrupt already,
1: but I don't get what's so hard about talking about food.
0: Really? So, if I asked you what pasta fazool is, or belly bomb is, you'd know? Uh, well. Exactly. So, let's start, as always, with a little history on food. Now, obviously, there's not enough time in the world to cover everything about edible food. I mean, where would I start? God created the heavens and earth in six days, and on the seventh day, he rested and tried to go to Chick-fil-A, but they were closed. But to define some of the mainstays of the meals we eat, let's track some of the main ingredients back to their origins. The potato, first domesticated in Southern Peru. Rice comes from East and South Asia. And sugar, from the sugarcane plant, came over from the West Indies to America in the 1600s. And the word sugar? translate from the Sanskrit language meaning gravel. Gravel? That doesn't sound too sweet or tasty. Neither did those desserts you brought over to my dinner party.
1: That's an old family recipe from my wife's mom. She says she puts a little bit of her heart into each batch.
0: Tasted more like a piece of our colon. But let's talk about something really tasty. Watermelon... First started growing here in Florida in the 1500s. But let's bring this even a little more up to date with some food favorites, like pizza. Where and when do you think it came from? Uh, pizza? Well, um, I'm
1: guessing not Papa John's or Domino's.
0: Loser. Amen. You know, I'd strip you of your cornhole t-shirt right now if you had it on. No, pizza didn't come from Papa John's or Domino's. It was in Napoli, that's in Italy, in 1830. And then it took another 70 years for the first pizza place to land in Little Italy. Uh, where's Little Italy? Where's Little Italy? Have you ever seen any mafia movie ever made? That's where they're eating pizza. Alright, you're completely killing my rhythm, so... Let's cap filling the cannoli here and move on to our situational conversations. Uh, We'll do two examples, and since you're the special guest, I'm gonna use two different hypothetical scenarios with you. You ready? I guess so. Shoot, brother. Okay, buckle up. First hypothetical scenario is a backyard barbecue party. You've just rushed over, An hour late, and you still have dirt under your fingernails from the worm farm cleanup duty you hate doing at your job at PECO. The searing heat is causing your sweaty hairpiece to keep sliding off your head. But you don't worry about that, since on the far corner of my yard, your wife is overly welcoming Enrico, the single dancer, to the neighborhood.
1: He's a dancer? She never told me that he's a dancer.
0: Then... Lorraine from the HOA walks over to you and sneers at your whole Ollie the Sweaty Otter look, and she wants to know why you're the only one who hasn't tried and raved about her white chocolate berry flambe.
1: Wait, I don't get it. I told her no thank you. I didn't like
0: berries. How was I
1: supposed to fake that?
0: Well, since she sneered at you again and walked away, you didn't achieve any victory. What you should have said to her was that the strawberries actually aren't berries. And that the banana is actually a berry. And that white chocolate, it's actually not chocolate. And the graham crackers in it, the guy who created graham crackers, did it to quell sexual urges. And then raise your eyebrows at Lorraine. What?
1: Why, why the heck would I say that stuff? That she really hate me. How would I be faking Victor?
0: Oh, she's going to hate you either way, but at least you made her condescending rump feel silly that she probably didn't know those three facts.
1: I didn't know them either.
0: So, tip one. Do not show up with dirt under your fingernails to any social affair. Never, 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 never. Just tacky. And let's follow right up with tip number two. Scout all food at a party as soon as you arrive and know a fact about at least one thing. This way, if you run into a culinary conversation about any of it, appetizer, entree, or dessert, you can deflect and divert to the one that you do know.
1: But usually my Bud Light is my appetizer,
0: entree, and dessert. Mm. Alright, moving right along to scenario number two. It's months after your divorce, and we're at a bar when a pretty divorcee from the neighborhood starts talking to you.
1: Wait, wait. You made the first scenario an actual thing that happened. Now I'm divorced? Is this something you try to tell me?
0: Not at all. So, this divorcee looks at the menu, and she says she's going to order a Caesar salad, and asks if you like that. Now, the easy answer is a yes, of course. I mean, hell, she can be asking you about eating shoe leather and you'd scream yes. But today's podcast has been tailored for you to fake it and make it, not flake it. No flaking. So what would you say to her after yes? Uh, want a beer? Loser. Offer her wine. Glass of Pinot Grigio. Ah, see? Even he gets it. And show some intellect. Where was Caesar Salad first created? Uh, Little Caesars? Boy, the divorce is going to be rough. What? Nothing. So, Caesar Salad actually comes from the Hotel Caesar in Tijuana, Mexico, back in 1927. You share that, and she'll think you're wise beyond your looks. Uh, okay. Mexican Salad comes
1: from Italy. I got it.
0: God, it's a good thing he throws at me instead of cornhole bags. Amen, brother. Amen. I need a drink. That wraps up this session of How to Fake It When. I'd like to thank- Wait,
1: you didn't give tip number three.
0: I didn't, didn't I? Alright, well, let's do this as part of a pop quiz. Remember I started by asking you what Pasta Fazul and belly bombers were? I'll ask you again. What are they? Uh, since that was only about 10 minutes ago. In which you didn't whip out your smartphone and look it up. Which makes tip number three. Always look up what bogs you down. If you don't know something, look it up. Quick. We all have that luxury nowadays. Excuse yourself to the restroom, fake a call, or anything else that gets you alone with Mr. Google. Does he live on our block? I need a vacation. Book us two tickets. And the answer to our last pop quiz is belly bombers are white castles. And pasta fazool is macaroni with beans. It's an Italian term. So there we go. All right. And that's the end of our session. How to fake it when discussing food. So in summary, we covered... Three tips which were always keep your fingernails clean. I know that's more of a general thing but very important. Still gross. Tip two know the food tray in your way. Pick a meal any meal. Know something about it. And tip three always look up what bogs you down. Yeah Mr. Google. It lives on everybody's block. So by applying these useful tips with a little time, effort, and practice, you'll never feel cornered or not in control of any conversation. I want to thank my AI and my guest host, Connor. My nails ain't that dirty. And thank you, my listeners, for sharing your time with us on our fifth podcast. Please follow us and spread the word that no matter how crappy your day is going, or no matter how much you'd like to run screaming while stuck at a barbecue with crazy neighbors and eat alone in your room for the remainder of your life, relief in the form of a little bit of fact, fiction, and fun is always just a click away. Later, on.